0: Hi, I'm Beth Fuller, and you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I know the world can feel intimidating or scary at times, but I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be. Through the lens of food, we can learn so much about one another, celebrate our differences, and maybe eat some tasty food along the way. Are you ready to do this? I know I am. So let's go on a food adventure together right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller, and this is episode 48. I believe it's 48. (laughs) I think so. I'm pretty sure. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. If you've been here for a while, well, thanks for sticking around. I love you. You know what I'm about to say. Don't take notes. I've taken notes. Go to my website for everything, all of the show notes and everything we're about to talk all about Elizabeth R fuller.com while you're there check out my amazing photography I'm a food and product photographer it's what I do it's who I am if you need photography I'm your gal hit me up if you've got questions for the podcast if you want to be on the podcast if you need culinary sleuthing of any kind shoot me an email let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and of course tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. All right, you guys, let's go on a food adventure. So I'm sure all of you are stuffed to the brims, full still from yesterday's um, incredible meal. If you were here in the U.S., then you know yesterday was Thanksgiving. I'm guessing you could be exhausted from cooking, cleaning, family conversations, being around that many people again. Or maybe you had a quiet solo kind of Thanksgiving, and hell, there's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, But either way, you may or may not have a ton of leftovers. And so, you know, today we're going to talk about, we're doing a little mini episode and we're talking about how to use up a little bit of your Thanksgiving Day leftovers, among a few other things. I have a guest coming on in a moment and she's going to um, give us some advice on a few things that I think I know are top of mind for me and I think maybe you too, not sure, I have a whole refrigerator full of leftovers that I am trying to figure out creative ways to use them. And I am also on a very big um, health and wellness journey right now. Yes, I did just say I am on a journey. I know, I know. I'm 41, I'll be 41 in a couple of weeks and I just called something I am doing a, air quotes, journey. And honestly, just because it's a holidays doesn't mean I want to go totally off the rails when it comes to my health. Um, Truth, I I really can't. So because of something that's going on, which I'll tell you about next week, don't worry, I'm not pregnant, but um, something else. But we'll talk about that next week. That's what we're talking about this week. Anyway, so I thought I would bring on a guest and let's just hold on. Let's just get her intro and let's do this. All right, my guest today my guest today it's so fun having a guest on a mini episode because usually i do those solo this is a treat this is a treat you may recognize her from episode 3 or maybe 17 yep and now this one 30 times is a charm from my really good close personal friend and I love her so stinking much she is a personal trainer out of the Portsmouth New Hampshire area and Kittery area she also is a nutritionist she does in-person personal strength programs that are designed to strengthen your core and body she has incredible online small group classes With killer playlists, which I attest to. I've been doing them for about a year and a half now. I love it. She kicks my butt at 9 a.m. on Thursdays and 9.30 a.m. on Saturdays. It's part group therapy where we laugh and just hang out. And something I look forward to every single week with these women as well as just a killer, killer workout with a super fun playlist. She is truly one of my closest friends on the planet. I love her with all of my heart. Please welcome to the podcast, Kristen Scontras. She's back! (laughs) Third time's a charm! When I was doing your intro, I was like, she was on episode three. And then, wait, let me look. Oh yeah. She was on episode 17. I was like, I feel like there's one more in here.
1: Nope. This is it. This is the third.
0: Yeah. How are you? My love.
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I see you every day pretty much. And I talk to you, I would say every other hour on the hour. <laughs>
1: yeah, <it's about> communication. <laughs>
0: yeah. You are the wind beneath my wings. So, um, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was good. It was good. No drama. Everything went really well
0: i know i know mine too mine too that's all we can hope for in life is that uh that there's no drama and that's what exactly. we want right mm-hmm. yeah yeah no doubt yeah yeah uh because when you get families together and there's alcohol you never know it can you can go in ne- any direction go, yeah and there's and the stress of cooking for a large amount of people and there's already a lot of pressure on the day because air quotes like it's thanksgiving it has to be perfect the meal needs to be perfect People snap, like literally Whoa. snap.
1: It's because mandatory fun is never fun.
0: Hmm. It's Couldn't I don't agree more. Couldn't agree more. It's it's the best nights I've ever had in my life are the ones that there was no plan. We had no idea what we were going to do that night. And it unfolds in the most beautiful way. And next thing you know, you're drunk, eating pizza at 4 a.m. Laughing until you basically pee yourself with your best friends. And it, it's it's literally the best exactly that's not thanksgiving but you know <laughs> whatever maybe it should be we should start a new tradition so um before we get into this i mean thank you for coming on for our mini episode i love it usually i do these solos so it's such a treat to have you here <laughs> what was your favorite thing on your thanksgiving table this year anything new
1: Oh, nothing new. I'm always for, um, all the desserts. I mean, if you think about it, the holidays are the only time where you're like, I'll just have a little piece of all the kinds of pies. Yeah. You know, if you go to dinner, you get one dessert or you don't even get dessert. If you have people over, you try to restrain yourself. But at the, at the Christmas and Thanksgiving, I feel like you're allowed to be like, well, you know, everybody made a pie. You have to try them all.
0: Oh yeah. It's so, out of respect. Know, yeah.
1: Three pieces of pie, you know, a little piece of <laughs> each kind.
0: I love that. Um, now I know you guys were heading to multiple families houses for Thanksgiving, um, particularly your, your parents and then Tom's and your husband's. And, um, do you guys then make, because I know you don't then have a lot of leftovers and Thanksgiving's all about the leftovers. Will you make a Thanksgiving at home or like your favorite parts of Thanksgiving, just so you have leftovers?
1: I will not. Um, Good for you. I will not. I don't, I mean, Thanksgiving is lovely and the desserts are lovely, but the the rest of it, like the sweet potatoes usually catch my attention. And I make those pretty frequently. Maybe I don't make them the way my grandmother makes them because you cannot have marshmallows and all that all the time. But I have lots of sweet potatoes in general in my life. So no. And we'll probably like, we, we always end up with some leftovers. I feel like they take pity on those who aren't hosting and you always get a little bit of something to at least make one sandwich the next day.
0: Yeah, I know. That's probably the, I mean, uh, true, honest, honest to God truth. I'm not a huge fan of the food at Thanksgiving. It's okay. I feel like it's very one note, one texture, there's no acid really, except for cranberry sauce. There's no crunch factor, really. It's all kind of brown and soft and that's kind of it. It, Now I'm more of like a, I like dynamic bites of food when I'm eating. It might sound dorky, but like, yeah, yeah. like I like spice. I like acid. I like, I like a nice combination of crunch texture of everything. And Yeah. So for me, I'm not a massive fan of Thanksgiving food, but I also love trying new recipes. I don't make the same thing twice at Thanksgiving. Oddly enough, I always make I will, I will always, I'm always on the hunt for new recipes. The only thing I do repeat, but I'll do a different variation of it every year is my homemade cranberry sauce only because it's so easy. And, and plus there's so many other things you can do with it once you make a decent sized batch of it, which we'll get into probably in a hot minute. But um, one of the things that I was talking to you about offline, and it's important to me because I'm on, and I hate using the word journey, but I'm on a very serious health journey with, with releasing um, a ton of weight this for the rest of my life. And <laughs> a lot of times during the holidays, people feel like they get like a free pass to eat whatever they want day of even you just said it pie fest Mm -hmm. 2021 right and then it's a very slippery slope to hanging on to the back of the loose train through christmas and new year's and it's not even but okay so let me let me let me back it up because it's not just going off the rails. It's, there's so, it's so multi-layered than that because it, there's so many get togethers and gatherings during this time of year that aren't just the major holidays. Like, how do you navigate those waters successfully, you know, without feeling left out and also without, completely overindulging each time like because a lot of people all of my friends are like, let's get together, let's go out to eat, let's do this. let's do that. And now the world's opening up again. So I feel like we're getting together even more now that we're all vaccinated and boosted up and stuff like that that I just and when you eat out at a restaurant it's way different than what I'm eating in, in home even though I cook really good, it's still there's it's just it's different when you're around people.
1: I would definitely agree. Um, so let's parse that out into a couple different groups, holiday parties and get together with friends, eat normally all day long. Do not show up to that party starving. Do not think you're saving calories. Don't just go like eat a normal lunch. Say the party starts at, I don't know, six, seven, eight, even whatever time after that, you know, if it's like going to be a dinner party of sorts, or there's going to be many past hors d'oeuvres. Don't show up starving, have a decent snack at five o'clock, especially if you're going to walk in and someone's going to hand you a glass of champagne. The second you start, you know, anything sounds logical when you have not had a drink, once you have a drink, your, (laughs) your best laid plans are ruined. Like that salad that sounded so lovely. You now want pizza. So go arm yourself in advance with not being starving, show up, hydrated, show up with not a hollow stomach, and then enjoy what you want, but then don't do it from a point of being ravenous. So therefore like when you get there and someone hands you the champagne and you walk by the table, you make your little plate, you have a little bit of what you want, but you won't need as much if you're not starving the dinners out with like in a restaurant, that's a little bit different. Um, I would say, you know, I always like try to have a salad to start the meal Mm -hmm. and that will keep me calm for when the meal shows up. So if I do want the rich thing that catches my eye, like, you know, who knows what, uh, last Friday I went somewhere and they had like a polenta dish with braised mushrooms and, um, an egg over the top and it was Mm -hmm. beautiful but you don't need, you know, you might be full off of half of that after the salad, or, you know, this place happened to have like lovely petite portions, which was great. Cause you didn't feel like you were over consuming. So that I would say like fill up on something that's, you know, start with a salad or start with a soup. And so you get to eat continuously and you're participating, but it might save you a little in the long run. Again, stay hydrated I find that like dehydration, I think another two big things that maybe people don't notice and it will lower your inhibitions quite a lot or make you think you need things when you don't is if you aren't getting enough water or if you aren't getting enough sleep. Um, When you're tired, it's just harder to make good choices, period. It's it's just so much harder. And you tend to think like you're tired, you need energy, energy is food. So therefore you're like, oh, just eat some more. Like you will just happen to eat a lot more going through your day if you're exhausted. So stay hydrated, try to get sleep and then when you go to these events, go not starving. I try to follow the rule of sevens. I arrive at meals so if it's, you know, 1 to 10, 1 being like not hungry at all, 10 being like I'm so hungry I'm going to punch you. Mm. 7. You're hungry. You are aware of your hunger. You are ready to eat food, but you are functional about it you can still make a rational choice and some people might be like i really don't understand why she's emphasizing this so much and other people are gonna be like oh no i know what she's
0: saying i totally know exactly what you mean yes
1: it, um, and it, you know, are those people like the close people to you like if i say to tom like i'm hungry he's like well what do you mean hungry like do we have 15 minutes to figure it out or yeah. do we need to be like getting somewhere this second yeah. so the, the people of the world will know which camp they're in yeah um, oh yeah big time like, yeah.
0: Big time. Okay. I I absolutely, I'm taking all these notes and I'm going to include all of this in the show notes and for myself with post notes all along everywhere I look in my house. So then, okay, I think this is all great. We need to, for myself included, not, how do I, how do I battle that mentality of, so Thanksgiving happened, choices were made, whatever they were, hopefully, you know, I made the good ones, whatever. And then the next day had to go to a second Thanksgiving like this today when this podcast comes out on Friday, I'm at it I'm at Thanksgiving number two because we're trying to go see all the family. Yeah. right Okay. then you know how so the the train has left the station two Thanksgiving's in now. Mm -hmm. Uh, right? Like, and then after that, it's someone's birthday. And then after that, it's my birthday and then it's your birthday. And then it's, then it's the holidays and then it's Lisa's birthday. And then it's somebody else's birthday. And then next thing you know, it's fucking Valentine's day. How, how do you, how do you in your noggin, not let it all go to shit and burn it to the ground and be like, I'll deal with this in March.
1: Um, you stay consistent with all your regular stuff. So keep your workouts in place as best you can. Don't freak out. Don't add like 45 extra minutes of cardio a day. That's just going to set you up in a cycle where you're ravenous all the time and, you know, beating yourself up mentally, keep even on the mental front. Like, yes, it's a decadent season. Yes. You might eat a little more, but I think, you know, after the first Thanksgiving, repeating it the next day is way less exciting. And I have no desire to do it all again, exactly in that speed. So I think for some people, you know, the portions, the excitement of that is going to wear off a little bit. The, what have I missed here? There's a couple of questions. How to? um, okay. Yeah. Don't skip your workouts mm-hmm. again. Keep your mental health, good drink water, get your sleep, keep your movement, and then try to enjoy it. Try to enjoy it mindfully. And, uh, I would say, so I've been thinking a lot about like, you know, how family wants you to eat things you don't want to eat. Yeah. But you just don't have any desire to eat. You just take the polite portion, you know, the tiny spoonful, and then you just politely move that around your plate. If it looks like it's gone to your mouth, at least one time you have done your etiquette duty. I learned from <laughs> another podcast and I've taken it right to my very soul. Cause I believe it. You take your, your etiquette, your polite portion, and then just move them around the plate and then fill up on the things that you want to eat. But, you know, you don't have to mentally feel terrible about later, but don't let it, don't let it get into your thoughts. Just get through each meal. Reset after the next one. As for the whole, as for all the birthdays, you know,
0: There's a lot of us there. I mean, like we run, so we run deep in December. I know.
1: December's a big month. Um, I would say, you know, it depends. Like if you're a person that loves birthday cake, just make peace with it and just acknowledge that like, it's going to be an awesome month because you get to eat all the cake that you want to eat. Yeah. And then come back, get back on the wagon a little bit and be mindful on those days. Like maybe on those days you eat a tiny bit, even more mindfully, like, you know, okay, it's going to be a decadent dinner. Like let's go oatmeal for breakfast and a salad with lean protein at lunch. And then don't, again, don't skip what you need to skip. Eat those eat the meals, eat the snacks, because then you arrive not in meltdown mode and you're able to make good choices. Mm. But there's some part of it, too. Like we are only here once. So, you know, celebrate, enjoy it. If you love the cake, if you love the pie, have the portion, enjoy it. Maybe convince your family to go for a walk after dinner. No, I love
0: that. I love that. And you and I, when we celebrate our birthdays this year, we will incorporate something um, healthy maybe into our birthday. Maybe celebration. There'll be dessert. There will be cake. Don't worry. Of course. Be <laughs> Speaking of celebrations, uh, right now it's black Friday. So shopping is, is happening tomorrow, small business Saturday. Then it's whatever the Monday mega fucking cyber Monday, cyber Monday. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all, it's all of it. So what are some of your, I know you've got, I've asked you already personally this, but what are some of like your gifts this year that you are suggesting? And like, maybe it's food gadgets, maybe it's books, maybe it's health gifts. What are you thinking?
1: I literally made you a list of three from each category <laughs> because you. I just had real feelings on it. And the first one is, um, I don't know how many readers there are, but, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't know how many believe this, but it's like food fiction. I don't know if anyone's reading this kind of stuff, but it is so soothing. Uh, so I wrote down three books that are beautiful and so worth reading. And some, one of them, I know you're going to know right out of the gate because the man's a legend. The first one, White Truffles and Winter by N.M. Kelby. Have so you, have good. You read yeah. Beautiful. About Escoffier in the kitchen. Oh, such a beautiful book. And then this woman wrote a bunch of books and this one's like my hands down favorite. It's so sweet. It's a lovely story. And if it doesn't make you want to be a kitchen witch, like, I just don't know what will. Garden Spells by Sarah Addison Allen. Such a sweet book. Made me want to pack up my stuff, move to the South and make cinnamon rolls for a living. Aww. And then the last one, if people haven't read it, I mean, they're just going to put it out there because you never know. Someone might have missed this and it's going to change your life. Kitchen Confidential. Yeah. You know, Anthony Bourdain.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know. Okay fitness stuff yeah
1: this one you can do like the knockoff versions if you do research are just as good but trx straps the kind you can throw over a door or buy a little mount they're you know great they're portable you can take them anywhere and even i think even walmart has a brand that looks just like the actual trx brand and they're i have a client who has them and they're just as high quality and they're half the price Wow. Sliders, super cheap stocking stuffer. So, you know, wood floors or carpets, plastic on one side and foamy on the other mm-hmm. side. You know, everybody's most hated fitness equipment.
0: No, then, uh-uh, you- no, it's the there's other things that I hate more than sliders.
1: Really? That's usually that's the one.
0: No, you know what I hate. I hate doing Probably the single like leg, leg walkout walkouts. Out with the, anyway, with the, the, with the fucking
1: destabilization yeah
0: oh yeah yeah
1: well the things you hate are the things you need the most i usually. know
0: yeah you said that on saturday
1: uh the last fitness thing that i wrote down and this will depend on you know how people get their fitness in but i want everyone to like walk into their fitness room and look at their weights how long have you been lifting the weights you're looking at are they 10s are they 12s do you need to go up to 15s and 20s lift more That's awesome.
0: That's really good advice. And if you think that when you get them, oh my God, you, I do it every single time I get new weights from you, you'll be like, you need to bath, you need to get, you need to get bigger weights. I'll get them. They come in the box. I pick up the box and I'm like, oh my God, there is no way I'm going to lift this. And then within, I don't know, a month of using them not every, and you don't have to use them every single movement. Like you don't, you can work up to them slowly. Like you don't Absolutely. need to kill yeah. yourself doing it. But like then after a month, I'm like, ah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. And you're like, yeah, exactly. you might need to graduate to another size weight. I'm like, no, I'm not ready. Oh, so
1: heavier. I'm not sure what that is. Like people are like, I love working out, but I don't want to do any more than doing right now. I'm like, well, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. No. No. Um,
0: you got to keep pushing.
1: And then I have food. Um, yeah. I want to hear All right. So this one, I don't know if, uh, there's a LaRue kitchen in all of New England, but I don't know how far out that store goes, but they carry a smoked olive oil. It's lovely. Not very expensive. Looks mm. great in a the stocking. They smoke the olives and then, you know, do the whole pressing process. Uh, King Arthur half sheet pan, really high quality for not very expensive last. Mm. I've had one for 10 plus years now, and it's amazing. The last one. This is another cheap one that you can put in a stocking, and it's worth every penny. A bench knife. I love a good metal, like metal bench knife. Yep. They're just their weight in gold. Even if you're not a baker, they're great for just like scraping.
0: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's awesome. And the um, half sheet pan and the quarter sheet pan. I also love a quarter sheet pan. Oh, um, absolutely. King Arthur so makes a beautiful. great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, those are great. Those are great suggestions. I, I mean, and they're that.
1: all reasonably priced except for maybe the weights. Uh depends on how heavy you get. Yeah. But all of them, um, you know, you could make this honestly, this looks like a killer stocking to me right out of the gate. Like I'd be happy with that if I open that Not as pumped. a pumped. Okay. Yeah.
0: Pumped. Um it's the smoked olive oil. Like, hello, how are you doing? Next time I'm coming up to Fort I'm totally getting some. We'll have it's to go. Cool.
1: Changes uh, everything.
0: So we have a couple of listener questions, Perfect. You want to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. These are kind of wordy. So bear with not that I don't <laughs> love them. I love a good wordy <laughs> listener question, but this is just going to take me a minute to spit it all out. Uh, Nikki from Instagram writes, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year and I always cook way too much food. So I know there will be leftovers. I'm not a huge fan of eating the same thing more than once or twice. So I would love some ideas of what to do with traditional leftovers that might make some non-traditional dishes. What are your favorite things to do with these leftovers? Okay. I know. I have thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Oh, I totally have thoughts. So let's say you could do this with sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, roasted butternut squash, any of those starchy, almost sweet veg. So you could mash them all down. And I love doing this saute shallots and mash it all down, fold the shallots in fold in some feta and an egg, and then scoop them and bake them and make potato cakes. (gasps) And then, you know, side salad with with the salad with goat cheese and nuts and the vinaigrette and some potato cakes. And that's a simple meal.
0: Mm -hmm, Love that.
1: You could turn any of those to like into a bread, sweet potato bread or oh, squash yeah. any of it.
0: Uh-huh. Or muffins.
1: Oh, easily. Any oh yeah, easily.
0: Yeah, and that would freeze too. That's uh-huh. That. Yeah, I think you could waffle. I like putting weird things in. So if you did stuffing, um you could even throw a little bit of mashed potatoes in it. Maybe some of the roasted veg if you had roasted veg, mix it up, put it in your waffle maker waffle wow. it <laughs> then throw a runny egg on top waffle anything like <laughs> waffle that shit i was thinking for the cranberry sauce cranberry wow. sauce goes good in pretty much anything like on top of oatmeal in a yogurt parfait you could put it on a dutch baby
1: you mm-hmm. could,
0: mm-hmm, you, could mix put it, it- you could
1: mix it with mayo and make like a cranberry mayo and yeah. oh yeah any direction yeah
0: right any of that that would be delicious. Um, frittata, you could turn any um, of that into a frittata easily. Uh-huh. And if you did your potato cakes, if you added like Indian spices to that, you can make like an Indian spiced potato croquette. Oh, and then go oh, that because a lot of like the the spices that you're using are. In Thanksgiving, I think Indian spices, that whole warming spice profile would work really well with that. Yeah. And then it would not taste like Thanksgiving anymore.
1: Well, Thanksgiving flavors are so subtle. So yeah, yeah, you you could go in any direction.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you can make some kind of like turkey Thai soup, fold in all the veg. Yeah. All the usual stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, green beans, throw them in a stir fry, mashed potato pizza. Mm -hmm. If You're going to go carb on carb on carb. Donna from Instagram writes We are a very large family that does things a little differently at Thanksgiving We have, yep, we have a turkey, a ham, and a few lasagnas I know that sounds weird, but it's what we do So the leftovers are all over the map When dinner is over, there are a handful of us who who want leftovers to bring home There I go I usually bring home the ham bone and leftovers Do you have any good recipe ideas for ham bone beyond split pea and ham soup? We do, Donna, we do do
1: you? I'm glad you do. I don't. <laughs> you don't? Oh,
0: I totally do. Okay. I have ideas to do with the ham, but nothing,
1: I don't, I'm not a ham person.
0: <laughs> okay. So the ham bone, it's going to make kind of like a sticky um, bone brothy kind of stock, right? Oh, like, yeah. so I would make, so I would, I would definitely make stock with it. I think it's, you have to, like you, and then from there, I would take the stock and I would probably make ramen with the stock. So then it's not like straight up split pea soup, but you got to do something with this, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can obviously use the same stock and make collards. You can use the same stock and make red beans and rice. You could use the same stock. And there is a, a fabulous New York times ham bone recipe. And it's got like cabbage and collards and beans and fucking everything under the sun in this no lentils in this or oh you, yeah you could probably
1: roll that into like when the new year's day you know hop and john the new year's day yeah. um, split pea blah 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 no is it split pea peas, black eyed peas black eyed peas yeah but i think you could use that in there too and add a little more flavor to it
0: yeah um and last but not least and i don't know if this would work but it, i would be willing to try it is you couldn't try to make soup dumplings, Asian soup dumplings out of it, because with a soup dumpling, what you want, what you do is you make a stock with definitely a, like a bone based stock, because you want it to firm up and get almost gelatinous, like aspect or meat jello, you know, not to be gross. And so when you make the soup dumplings, you make the dumpling skin, which I can link a recipe to. And then you take the like the sausage filling or whatever kind of filling it is, and you cube up the stock. And so then you roll the stock in with the meat mixture cubed up and you quickly assemble it all and then you steam it. And as it steams, the stock then liquefies. So then you bite the corner and you (laughs) soak out, slurp out the soup. And then you dip it in, like I'm starving now and you dip in a dipping sauce. I totally want to go to Chinatown and get fucking soup dumplings. And so it, this may work for that. It may, I don't know if there's enough collagen and stuff in the bones to make it gelatinous enough to get it. Cause it needs to be literally like aspect. Like it has to, it's got a, it's got a, what is it? Jam, jam don't shake. Oh, how does the RuPaul song go? Must be jelly because jam don't shake. Mm-hmm. That's what you want your stock to be. Must be jelly because jam don't shake. <laughs> Thank you RuPaul Charles. <laughs> peanut, 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 peanut butter. Um, anyway, that, <laughs> that's, that's, what I would, that's what I would do. Donna will put some stuff in the show notes for you. I hope that helps this stuff. Devon from Instagram writes at Thanksgiving every year no fail we have a huge meal followed by a ton of desserts oh are they related to you Kristen but my family tends to never really eat a ton of desserts no they're not not. no
1: (laughs) no
0: yeah please invite Kristen over she'll help you with that yet every year we always have a handful of pies because well that's what you do I always get dessert leftovers to bring home and don't get me wrong. I love eating pie throughout the weekend, but there's only so much pie. One person can eat. Kristen, what do you think about that? Just kidding. Do you have any ideas of what to do with leftover traditional pie desserts?
1: I do. Some ideas. Yeah, totally. Piece okay. cake.
0: Go for it. Well, it's not uh, cake. It's pie.
1: Uh, no, we'll excuse me. <laughs> All right, so hear me. out. So yeah. I know I work in fitness, but before fitness and nutrition, you know, I was in restaurant world for 20 years. Yeah i would take the filling of the pies and i would put it in a smoothie mm-hmm. and then so or oh my god even better a shake mm-hmm. and then you take the crust and you dip in the shake or the smoothie or if you want it to be a little less unhealthy or trying to health it up a little you can make classic oatmeal take that filling out and fold it into the oatmeal those are two of the directions that I went with it. I I mean,
0: I thought I wrote the exact same thing. Yogurt, perfect chop. Oh yeah. And like, you could do it with even a pecan pie, uh, any kind of fruit pie, pumpkin pie doesn't matter. Could be in the smoothie oatmeal genre. Sounds so good. It all works. It all works. Apple doesn't matter. The other thing I thought you could do is if you were to make sugar cookie dough, And then you chopped up the pie into teeny tiny little bites, mixed it into the dough, Mm -hmm. then scooped it out and froze the pucks. Then you could freeze it, right? And then you'd bake it and you'd have pie cookies.
1: The other thing you do, and this would be a little more savory, you could take, it depends on the pie filling, Mm -hmm. you could take that out and slice some brie and make like brie pie grilled cheeses.
0: Ooh. Obviously that's
1: not even like a little bit healthy, but it sounds so lovely to me. Yeah. Like oh, apple yeah. And brie grilled cheese.
0: Oh yeah, that's a thing. With mm-hmm. ham or no ham. Oh, or whatever you, you want. Add
1: that ham in from yeah. earlier.
0: Yeah, that was the ham bone, but yeah. Oh,
1: you
0: add... make no. <laughs> some
1: kind of you can dip it in the well, I don't know. There's something there.
0: <laughs> but it'd be really good either way. That sounds amazing. I love all that. Now, um, so you know, this is being just a mini episode. What are you making at home right now?
1: The other night, I made, I've been really into the bone in chicken thighs, really into them and doing it's them. My them. It's my so jam. The, the they're best. so good. They're so good. And I love them. They just have way more flavor. Maybe they're more calories, but who cares?
0: Who cares? Um, you can peel off the skin. Who cares? they're just a thousand times better than better. regular chicken. Thighs. Really
1: affordable, like really affordable. Yeah. Uh, so I did, I pan seared them, pulled them out and then, you know, sauteed down a little bit of onion, on, onion, and then, uh, added oregano, lemons, rice, chicken stock, brought that all to a boil, then put the chicken back in, cracked it in the oven and let it all cook down in there. So it's like a, you know, one pot, chicken, rice, lemon, oregano, Greek-ish, but not really Greek.
0: (laughs) Greek adjacent. Mm -hmm. Greek enough that Tom, your husband was like, it's it's great. I can eat this. Yeah, I can eat I, this. Eat this. he would eat yeah. anything you make. He's such a sweetheart. Um, all right. How can people find you? How can they get a hold of you? And I'm going to say this right now again. Please join us for the Thursday and Saturday online classes. They are amazing. I will include all of Kristen's information in the show notes. But how can people find you? Talk about yourself, which I know you love doing. Uh, let's see. Favorite part of the podcast?
1: I am on Instagram. I don't really post a ton, but it's just at Kristen Scontris. And then my email, uh, com, or my website, excuse me, or kristenscontras at gmail. Not very exciting. I don't have a huge Instagram presence, but I'm there. I do some things from time to time. Mm
0: -hmm. You do. And if you don't live locally, but you want to work out to a killer playlist, I'm telling you, I've been doing it for a year and a half with you. It's I look forward to it every single week. It's amazing, people it's should sign up. Yeah, it has. Wow. Well, yeah, because I you started it in what early 2020, like mm-hmm. April maybe of 2020 ish.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah maybe something was like April. that. And I yeah.
0: joined, uh, it was either end of June or very beginning of July. Yeah, Good I know it does. I know it's amazing. It's amazing. All right, last question. You know, it's coming, you've been on here three times if COVID wasn't a thing, which it's almost not anymore, thank God. And, uh, you had all the money in the world. Where are you going? And what are you eating?
1: Either Scotland or Montana.
0: Okay. (laughs) What are you going to eat in Scotland or Montana?
1: You know, in Scotland, you're going to eat all the scones and you know, you're going to stay in a village that smells like bacon and it's going to be lovely. And you're going to go on hikes and you're going to drink big hearty beers and yeah, it's going to be lovely. There's really like nothing just I can't think of anything that wouldn't happen in Scotland that would not be worth doing. And then Montana, we are watching a show that's based in Montana and I don't know what I would eat there. I'm assuming like big slabs of meat. It's a yeah. like, like, your country. Yeah, yeah big different. slabs of meat and bottled beer and fish. Yeah. Really? Well,
0: yeah, because it's huge um fly fishing in Montana. So oh, you probably was right. eat... a scene, yeah. Yeah, I in mean it's fly. not like ocean fish, but like stream fish, kind of fish.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I assume it would be high amounts of protein and high amounts of like bottled beers.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Probably some kind of grain alcohol of some kind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me. You are a goddess and I can't wait to see you when we work out tomorrow. Yay. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and helping me out with this week's mini post Thanksgiving Day episode. I love you to pieces. I will link all of Kristen's information in the show notes. And again, come work out with us virtually. It's so much fun. You won't regret it. It is the best bang for your buck. She is such an amazing goddess, Um, and we want you to work out with us. Again, go to my website for all of the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. Tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at Let's Go on a Food Adventure. You guys, lead with kindness. Make some yummy food this weekend with your leftovers, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye.